I grew up in Connecticut. When I say that, they say, where they say? It's a state with a real big heart and a lot of soul. And we love the art. Hey, it's a people's place. Here we work hard and we go out to play. Maybe catch some Yukon ball. Grab a pizza, take a ride to the shore. Take the train out to the city. Come back here to a dinner and a movie. Hey, maybe to the Trumbull Mall. Grab the car or ride to 95 North. You could love it or leave it, but it's a state that I believe in. I'm proud to say that I'm Connecticut born and Connecticut raised. You could love it or leave it, but it's a state that I believe in. Good evening and welcome, everyone. I'm Doc Hardy, and this is the Doc Hardy Show. I am back from my, oh, I guess about eight-week summer hiatus. Did a little traveling, saw some family, enjoyed some fun in the sun. And now I'm excited to be back on the air. I was actually only going to come back uh, on the air in September, but I am uh, overwhelmed with joy and bubbling with enthusiasm about the return of professional basketball to the state of Connecticut. And I'm talking about the newly announced expansion Connecticut Cobras. And uh, so tonight... I'm going to have the first episode of a segment that I'll be running uh, regularly on the Doc Hardy Show. It is called Inside Cobras Basketball. And we'll be talking about various aspects of the Connecticut Cobras. Team market owner and CEO of the Cobras is uh, my good friend Anthony Hill, who uh, helped me actually get on my radio path five years ago uh, at WNLK. Appreciate Anthony and his partner, Jay. And um, they had a press conference on Monday night to introduce the new head coach of the Connecticut Cobras, Mr. Troy Bradford. I'm going to play about 15 minutes of that press conference for you, and then I have a one-on-one interview with Troy Bradford. You're listening to Doc Hardy. This is the Doc Hardy Show. Let's cut to the Boys and Girls Club in Stanford, Connecticut, Monday night for the introduction of Coach Bradford of the Connecticut Cobras. And let me start by introducing myself. All right, my name is Anthony Hill. I am the CEO and owner of the Connecticut Cobras. Uh, to my right is my chief operating officer, Jay Rogers. Uh, over this gentleman right here to my left is our team president, Ed Battle. And over to the far left is Tyler Walston, our vice, our pre- our vice president of basketball operations. Uh, this dream of mine and this opportunity to do this happened about eight months ago when I reached out to the TBL and kind of started the talks and the conversations about creating a basketball program here in Connecticut. Um, It's been a long, long time since men's professional basketball has been in Connecticut. And um, it took some time to kind of build it out. Took a lot of conversations with the league, a lot of back and forth, but we're here now and the team has been born. Uh, It was officially born July 21st of 2021. And um, these young men, or these, these men have been a part of this journey with me from the beginning. I uh, also would like to introduce Wendell Maxey, director of social media, I'm sorry. Uh, Martine Senecal, who's our brand partner. Uh, she's in the back. And we're missing a couple other staff members who are here today. Kaz. But Kaz, I'm sorry, our, our director of visual media. Um, so this group of people who you see around doing this have been really, really passionate about making this dream of mine come true. They've been really passionate about making sure that um, 
we do this thing correctly, and we're really, really excited about what we're bringing to the state of Connecticut. And one of the things that was really, really important to me was to make sure that this was a statewide uh, program. This was a state of Connecticut venture. It wasn't, even though I'm from Norwalk, it wasn't just about Norwalk. It wasn't just about Stanford. It was about the entire state of Connecticut because we want to be in communities all over Connecticut. We want to do initiatives with kids. We have a bunch of things planned um, to build relationships and communities all across Connecticut. So we're really, really excited about what we have going on. And uh, with that being said, I won't be overwinded. I'll introduce my uh, COO, Jay Rogers. I'm going to keep it real short and brief because Anthony touched on a lot of the topics that I wanted to touch on. Uh, I really just wanted to say thank you to everyone that's here in attendance today. Uh, the Connecticut Cobras appreciates everyone's he that, that's here, the support that's been given so far, and the continued support that we, we definitely know that you guys are going to provide to us uh, throughout uh, uh, the time going up, leading up to uh, opening day. So again, thank you. And I want to introduce Ed Battle, our president. He's going to, he has a couple words for you guys. Thank you. So, I would try to stand, but I may trip over. But um, <laughs> welcome, friends, families, dignitaries, and guests. It's a great day for Connecticut basketball. Uh, I know my team uh, concur with that. I'm thrilled to be sitting here with the privilege of introducing our inaugural head coach of the Connecticut Cobras. First, I'd like to say thank you to our CEO, Anthony Hill, and our COO, Jay Rogers, for having faith in my ability to help build a championship culture and team. I would also like to thank our executive board for their tireless work uh, leading up to this day and moment. Anthony and I met at a Greater Hartford Pro-Am community event one Sunday while breaking bread in Middletown. The Pro-Am Commissioner, Pete Higgins, made the introduction and us basketball savants began to share our thoughts on the evening's talent. Then Anthony shifted and began to convey that he was in the process of launching a pro men's team here in Connecticut with the goal of being more than basketball. Those were the important words for me. Anthony went on indicating in addition to providing family entertainment, there's a potential to have a larger impact across the state. He highlighted community touch points where the Connecticut Cobras organization could work with the state leaders to build out programming that would combat gun violence and other violent crime. Our conversation manifested into collaborating with the State Department of Education, local school systems, boys and girls clubs, and YMCAs. We used one another as soundboards with narratives such as, what if we could create a long-term program to reduce the number of violent incidents, both in school and the community? Ideas began to flow, and before long, we created an agenda with outreach endeavors to include community violence prevention programs, mentoring, student enrichment, growth mindset courses, and internships. The prevention programs offered will seek to open students up to new opportunities for their lives, both in finding meaningful ways to spend their leisure time and possibly identifying new careers. Our mission is to partner with community leaders and implement programs that keep young students occupied after school hours, which has shown to, which has shown to reduce many at-risk behaviors and their associated consequences. Now to our head coach. Mm -hmm. We conducted a thorough search which provided to be very affirming of the leadership here within the Cobras franchise. Without exception, 
the coaches that we were able to speak to believe completely that we have the ability to build a championship team here in Connecticut. Doesn't mean it'll be easy or that it'll be immediate, but I concur that we'll have the elements in place to be successful, as long as we consistently work hard day in and day out. As the process began, there were certain qualities and characteristics that were non-negotiables. Our coach had to have integrity. The culture of our franchise is important and the, standards, the standard starts with the leader as a head coach. The player-coach relationship is the most imperative and having respect for one another is a great building block. The coach has to understand how this team is a representation of our state and the expectations that come along with emulating excellence. We, our coach have to possess good energy. This isn't a job for the faint at heart. We need someone with passion and enthusiasm for teaching young men. Being intelligent, being sharp, being smart, and doing things in a way that gives us an advantage and edge. And also, an ability to evaluate and attract high-level talent. We needed a coach with toughness, someone willing to take charge and not be afraid of the challenge. We needed someone with persistence, someone who has a stick to itness, someone with the understanding that not every day will be a good day. We looked for a coach that really wanted to represent Connecticut well, really wants the state to be recognized for its good and talents. And finally, someone who understands the significance that sports can have on the community. There was one candidate that checked all the boxes and was fitting as our inaugural coach. He is, has a really unique and interesting background and long history with the game of basketball, some of which you will soon hear. He is, he is a Hall of Famer, and basketball is surely in his DNA. He is also a very driven, intense competitor, but one that cares about his players and works tirelessly to develop them as young men. He is rooted upon growing self-esteem in youth through sports. His efforts have had a great impact on these young men and how they conduct themselves and represent their families. Our coach is also a very visible, accessible member of our state and community and devotes his life to helping at-risk youth rebuild their lives as a probation officer. He is the epitome of our mantra, more than basketball. Finally, my personal favorite about our new head coach. He has been around a lot of success. I really believe that success is a habit that is hard to break. He has been around Division I and pro basketball for over 30 years. The accomplishments, I'm sorry. <laughs> the accomplishments may take me another 10 minutes to highlight. So without further ado, I introduce to you Connecticut Cobras inaugural head coach, Troy Bradford. Thank you. First off, I would like to say God is good. Um, you're supposed to say all the time. All the time. <laughs> um, when I, um, it's crazy, Anthony, his story, my story was a little, a little the same. So last, the, like the last two years, I was telling Ed that I wanted to start my own team. I talked to the commissioner of the TBL, you know, and then, then the pandemic came. So. I ran across Ed one day and he said, you know, you know, we're looking for a coach for the, um, this new professional team in Connecticut. And I was like, what professional team? He's like, didn't you see my Instagram? <laughs> He's like the Connecticut Cobras. And I said, oh, I'll do it, I'll do it. Um, obviously I had to go through an intense um, interview process. Um, I'm glad he, they picked me, I wanna thank Anthony Hill, Jay, Ed, um, Tyler, 
um, for choosing me as the head coach. But what you, what you can expect is the same way I played. High pace, intense. Um, defensively, we're gonna pick you up 94 feet. And we, I'm probably gonna get in trouble for saying this, but <laughs> we'll be one of the top two, three, four teams in the league. If not the team that wins the championship. Let me just put it out there. Um, but the reason why this, this, uh, this whole press conference is here is because this is like my second basketball home. All right. Um, Rowena, this is your second year as a CEO. So Rowena wasn't here when I started coaching here at the boys club with my AAU program, United Sons and Daughters. So that was back in 2007. Um, I did it till 2017. Um, and I, we used to be, dude, this gym wasn't here. We used to use the old gym. And a lot of the kids that I had were from all over Connecticut. We had kids from Stanford. We had kids from New London, Windsor, Hartford, Bridgeport, New Haven, uh, Waterbury. I had kids from um, Westchester. I had kids, I probably, AAU, you're not supposed to have kids from, it's supposed to be an adjoining state. So New, Jer New York is an adjoining state, Massachusetts is an adjoining state. I had kids from Miami. Uh, <laughs> um, I, had, I had a few kids from overseas. Um, that's where we got our big man. I had a kid from Africa. I had a kid from the Czech Republic, a um, kid from Croatia. So we, I kind of really built that thing up and we started beating sneaker companies. All the, all the AAU programs that were um, sponsored by sneaker companies, Nike, Adidas, Under Armour, we would beat them and beat them bad. We didn't have top 50 players or top 10 players in the country like those programs had, but I had five or six division one players. And you know how once you throw the ball up, it's anybody's game. You can't fear, you cannot fear another human. You have to go at him. So um, that's how we're gonna play. You know, and the kids that I'm gonna pick are gonna be, that we're gonna, I'm gonna look for that. I'm gonna look for someone that's not scared, someone that uh, if somebody comes down and scores on him or, or comes down and he's talking, that the other guy's not gonna be scared to chat, be challenging back. It, you know, it, you, gotta, you gotta have players that, that aren't scared to challenge people. You gotta have players that are winners. So I'm also gonna look, look at that. I will talk to their college coaches and I've done that for a few kids already before we even um, had this press conference. I've already talked to a few college coaches already just to see the integrity, the character, you know, the, their character of a few players before I select the team. So, thank you. God is good. All the time. <laughs> um, again, we're really, really excited to have Troy as our coach. Uh, I couldn't have asked for a better uh, start to our first season and what we're doing. Um, our first season doesn't start until March of 2022, but you will see the Cobra brand all over the state of Connecticut at every opportunity we can get. I would like to thank um, everyone who is in the room. Rowena, thank you for allowing us to have this here. Um, I want to thank Mayor Rilling for coming. Um, from my hometown of Norwalk. Um, Senator Blumenthal is on his way, so he did text me, so we'll, we'll say thank you to him. But uh, to make this thing official, I'm gonna have Troy sign his contract.
um, right now <laughs> so that he can't run from us. <laughs> yeah, we can't let him get away. We got to make him sign his official contract. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Pollard. I'm sorry. We have we have Stanford represented in the building, so I apologize. Um, again, we want to say thank you so much to everybody who came out today. Um, there are a little bit of water and wine, everything. We'll open it up for questions for Troy, um, questions that you guys might have of us as a panel. Um, so anybody with a question, we'll leave the floor open for the coach. So that was the press conference Monday night, the Connecticut Cobras introducing Troy Bradford as head coach. Now, I had an opportunity to catch up with Troy talk with him about his vision for the Connecticut Cobras going forward. But before I play that interview, let me just give you some background on Troy for those who are not familiar. Troy is from the city of Hamden, Connecticut. He played his high school basketball at Wilbur Cross, where he won a state championship in 1985. He was the Connecticut Player of the Year in 1985. He was the first overall draft pick of the Connecticut Skyhawks of the USBL, the last time Connecticut had a professional basketball team in 1990. He uh, played in the NBA Summer League uh, between 93 and 95. He played professional ball overseas in Spain and Italy between uh, 1993 and 1998. He was inducted into the Fairfield University Hall of Fame in 2001. He founded the United Sons and Daughters and was a head coach of that league from uh, 2007 to 2017. And in 2019, he was inducted into the MAAC and Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame. It's safe to say that Mr. Bradford is very qualified uh, to be the inaugural head coach of the Connecticut Cobras. We had a conversation. This is how it went. So I'm Doc Hardy. This is uh, Inside Cobras Basketball, and I am so happy to be talking to our next guest, and that would be the newly announced head coach of the Connecticut Cobras, Troy Bradford. Troy, congratulations on being Thank hired. you. I appreciate it. This is, this is, this is, uh, you know, God is good, man. This is, this is, um, this is special. So, Troy, um, you know, you have an incredible background. I mean, you're a Connecticut basketball legend. You, you know, mm -hmm. Wilbur Cross, Fairfield U., you played overseas. Um, you've been a coach. You've set up AAU organizations. Just a lot of amazing things. Why did you accept the head coaching job of the Connecticut Cobras? Um, I would say it would go back to my childhood, um, starting with my dad, um, you know, coaching me, um, midget football, basketball, and then, you know, that then – you start up, you go to my high school with my AAU coach, um, my high school coach, coaches, because I played at Hamlet Hall and Wilbercross. Um, so, you know, just watching them, uh, Coach Salisbury from Wilbercross, my AAU coach, Tom Anastasia, you know, I kind of took something from each person, my dad, them, um, just helping people, you know. Like, you know, I, I was in the car when my dad picked up three or two different, three different kids. Um, 
You know, I was in the car in the van when my AAU coach took fifteen. No, took took nine of us to um, the All American Cage Classic in in Ohio for AAU in Ohio. So we drove in a van, and it, I want <laughs> I want to say it was like a little minivan, but it was it was tight. Uh-huh. You know, and we sat on each other's laps or whatever we had to do, but we got there. You know, and um, you know when Coach Salisbury, and you know just just developing a culture, a winning culture and his discipline, like my AAU coaches. So I kind of took something from everybody, my college coach and how meticulous he was with game situations. And and he had a play for 0.2 seconds, 0.5 seconds, you know, a second, you know, just game preparation from him. Because um, going to college and when you – you think you know how to play basketball until you go to college, you know? <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I just took something from everybody. I can, I can, I still, my AU program ran, ran all my college plays. Okay. You know, so wow. I, I, and I remember them, you know, my, my college coach who was a scout ended up going back to Fairfield when I had my AU program, actually at the height of my AU program. Um, he came to the game. He's like, you ran a couple of our plays. I was like, Coach, I was paying attention. <laughs> you, know? So, you know, listen, I, I took something from everybody. And, you know, just people helped me. Right. So, and that's the main thing, right? You know, just watching my father and all those guys be, you know, subservient to kids and young men. And, you know, I took that to my everyday life, um, you know, with, with, coaching AAU with those kids. And, you know, I had from 2013 to 2017, I want to say I had 23 Division One players. So Wow. And we didn't have a sneaker contract. We didn't get money from a sneaker company, but we would beat the tar out of the sneaker company teams, you know? <laughs> I didn't have a top 50 guy, but I had guys that were D1. I had four or five guys on my, in my, on my team that were D1, so... You know, it just you know, and I the things that I learned growing up from my coaches, I, you know, I brought that. You know, my my kids will tell you that I'm a hard nosed guy. Um, I'm fair, but I don't sugarcoat anything. Okay. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell you the sky's blue if it's green or the sky's green when I know it's blue. I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm going to tell you what it is and I'm going to tell you what you have to do to get there. Right. So I'm not going to sugarcoat anything for you. Right. So the, so the basketball league, uh, the league that the Connecticut Cobras are part of has, you know, a multi, multi pronged community approach. Um, They're heavy into the community. They want to uh, raise the lives of of any players that come into the league. They want to help the communities touched by by teams in their markets. So, you know, you just got hired, so it's all new. But Mm -hmm. what are your next steps? Like, where do you go from here? Um, Combines. Looking at different talent around the state, which I know Connecticut has. Um, I know talent from other states. Uh, I've had kids that, that were in my program that were in prep schools here, but they lived in Florida. They were from Florida. Oh, so okay. I know th- I know there's talent everywhere. So, you know, I, I got had kids that 
came here from Africa that stayed in my house, but they were in a prep school. So, you know, there's talent everywhere, but, you know, mainly from the combines, we'll look at that to see if we, you know, you want to only fi- always find the diamond in the rough. Right. Um, but Connecticut has significant talent um, and we're not going to just limit ourselves to Connecticut. We're also going to be looking at from other states and listen, people are welcome from whatever state you live in. If, like I always say, if you think you can play on the college level, I mean, on the um, professional level, don't let me, don't let your parents, don't let your family, don't anybody, let anybody tell you that you can't do something that you can do, that you think you can do in your heart. So, you know, I tell it from all comers, you know, come and come and like, that's like, I was just having a conversation with one of my buddies today. I don't understand these kids. Like they just don't have the grind in them and the hustle. Like nothing came easy for me coming out. Like I was the number one pick in 89 for the Connecticut Skyhawks, New Haven Skyhawks at that time. But the, the USBL folded that year. Okay. The next year they made me try out. Oh, really? Are you serious? Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. I'm so serious. How did you respond so, to that? Like, so was listen, your... <laughs> so it's a, it's a long story and I'm yeah. a, I'll, okay. I'll make it short. <laughs> okay. I went from them telling me I was the face of the team because of the way I performed in veterans camp mm-hmm. to two days later than telling me I was on the taxi squad. Wow. So now, now I got to wait for somebody to get hurt for me to play. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so and I was telling one of my former players today, I was like, I played Dwayne, I played for Dwayne Casey in the, in the first time I played in the, the uh, free agent NBA summer league. I had right? to split time with another point guard from New York. I'll, I'll keep his name out of it. But mm-hmm. the next year, I brought my own team. I've been able to bring my own team to the NBA Summer League in the free agent division to play. So where I know I would get all the minutes and get noticed and get seen like I wanted to. So, right. yeah, it, you, nothing comes easy. It's a business now. That's when I learned. I learned the business in 1990. When I was the first pick in 89, the league folded in 1990, I had to try out. <laughs> and then I was on the taxi squad. <laughs> so, and if you look at my numbers in college at Fairfield, like, why am I on the taxi squad? But like yeah. I said, it's a business. Right. So, you know, there's nothing you can do. You got to, you got to man up and... You know, you, that's when you got to put your hat hard on. You, you got to get in the gym. You got to work out and make them notice you. You know, try to m- do everything you can to make them make it so hard that they can't not play you. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and I'm I'm not a big dude. I'm 5'10", 5'11 on a good day, depending on what sneakers or shoes, shoes you're wearing. <laughs> right. So, yeah. So, you know, yeah. I, I I've known nothing but grind my whole life. Because, you know, I was always a little guy on the court. Right. Well, so, the reaction yeah. from everybody that, uh, you know, that I'm that I talking to is they're, they're very happy with the hire. You're well-known in the state. Your work ethic is uh, is well-known. Everyone's excited. Um, I understand that the first combine is going to be held September 18th in Middletown, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. So, um, yep. so about a month from a month from now. So... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what advice would you give to people, mm-hmm. young young guys, players considering coming to that combine? What would you say to them? I would say you got a month 
to get in shape. If you're not in shape now, or you have a month to really fine tune your skills, and a month is a long time. Yeah. You know, unless you're just severely out of shape. Uh But you have a month to show us what you got. And listen, you don't just have to come to one combine. Right. You might not play well at that combine. You might have to come back into another combine. Like, you never limit, like I said, you never limit yourself. I had to go to tryouts in the CBA and all these different leagues that I played in. Like, I, you know, I, I never really got, I never got a shot to play in the CBA. I, I had to try out. Same thing. I played in the Global League. I played in uh, a bunch of different leagues, man. Like, you got to get in where you fit in. And, and it's the grind. It's the grind. So, you know, like I said, nothing is, nothing's going to be given to you. But you have a month. You have a whole month to really set your sights on September 18th and get, you know, get your mind and your body right, basically. Sounds good. I hope they're because, listening. Well, I mean, we're going to, it's going to be a real combine. So we're okay. going to do, you know, wingspans, vertical jump. We'll have the agility drills with the cones. We might do the 40-yard dash. But we're, it's going to be a real combine, okay. you know. We're going to videotape the whole thing so you can get a, you can get a copy of, you know, the video, how you played or whatever, if you want, if you need it for, you know, if you're trying to go overseas or whatever. So, yeah, I mean, this is legit. So, you know, like I, I said today on my Instagram page, like people are saying semi-pro, but when, when it costs 300000 plus to own a franchise, mm-hmm. it's not semi-pro. Right. It's you know, that's professional. Yep. <laughs> yep. When you play a championship game in the Sun Dome, and you got eight or 9,000 people there, that's not semi-pro. Right. You know, so. Outstanding. I'm Doc Hardy. This is Inside Cobra's Basketball. I'm the Doc Hardy Show. I'm talking to newly hired Connecticut Cobra's coach, Troy Bradford. Troy, we'll be talking throughout the season. I look forward to our next conversation. We will see you September 18th at the Combine in Middletown. Get them, Coach. All right. All right. Um, yeah, I can't wait. I'm excited. <laughs> Want to thank you for tuning in tonight for Inside Cobra's Basketball featuring Doc Hardy. Uh, check us out next Thursday and every Thursday after that as we introduce you I want to, talk to, everybody to the players, coaches, about and executives that I come from. involved with Connecticut Cobra's Basketball. It's a little state. Everybody. Over on the East Coast. Have a good night. <laughs> Check it out. Listen, uh, I grew up in Connecticut. When I say that, they say, where that's at? Small state, West of Rhode Island, Mass of the North, and New York is beside it. A place where there's country.